instead of playing Chicken Little. I think there's too much of that and that's all we hear about some days. What if instead we turned that question around and talked about the amazing things that can happen if we do act even in these toughest of times? Hello, and welcome to our podcast series on future skills. I'm your host, Jamie Nordstrand. Given the social and economic upheaval over the last 12 months, including the loss of jobs and the evolution of the post-pandemic economy, it is more important than ever to address the current and future opportunities for Canada's labor force. So the Future Skills Council and the Future Skills Centre are working on a plan and a course of action to meet this head-on. On today's podcast, we will hear from Rachel Wernick, a Future Skills Council member and the Senior Assistant Deputy Minister of the Skills and Employment Branch at Employment and Social Development Canada, and Pedro Barretta, the Executive Director of the Future Skills Centre. Together, they discuss the retooling of Canada's workforce. Thanks for having me today. My job in the federal government, I'm leading the Skills and Employment Branch in Employment and Social Development Canada. And as the name suggests, uh, the work that we cover is all of the uh, skills and employment uh, programming related to an effective, efficient uh, uh, labor market. So it spans from employment insurance through uh, apprenticeship and skilled trades, youth employment, uh, just pretty much everything that you think of when you think of skills and employment programming in the federal government. Uh, it's a great job. It's always interesting, never a dull moment. I'm the executive director of the Future Skills Center, uh, and my team works as part of a consortium that also includes Ryerson University, the Conference Board of Canada, and Blueprint. And together, we're thinking about what the future of work is going to mean for all of us here in Canada, and what skills we will need to succeed in this changing labor market, where technology, rapid change, collaboration, ongoing learning will be uh, increasingly the reality. Uh, and so our, our job is really to design, to test, and to learn what kinds, of, uh, what kinds of systems and programs need to be in place to best equip Canadians for success in this new future context. What we uh, see with the Future Skills Centre, as Pedro uh, said earlier, I would think of it as um, often we talk about in the private sector, R&D, research and development. It's an innovation hub. It's about prototyping, testing, evaluating innovative approaches to skills assessment and development. Uh, the government had the uh, foresight to say, you know, it's hard to do that in our day-to-day -day running of programs. Let's create a dedicated space that can step out of the current, look ahead, and sort of get ahead of things by testing things to get us ready and inform our policy and program and service design uh, through this sort of innovation hub. So that's fundamentally what the center is all about. And Pedro could do a much better job going into detail on that. Our mandate is really to help Canadians uh, navigate a future economy. And our particular focus is on ensuring all of us can have access to the skills we're going to need to contribute to our shared prosperity. Uh, so as we've mentioned, um, we are looking at, uh, number one, um, what is this future of work and how is the economy and the necessary skills change? Uh, how, how are those changing? Um, number two, um, we are then uh, res uh, responding to those changes by working 
with partners in business, in community, in post-secondary to really prototype and test approaches uh, that can provide some breakthroughs in terms of, uh, of, of how we approach skills development and really anticipate what some of the challenges are going to be and to learn from those and to learn what works uh, as we make this shift. And number three, our job is to ensure that all of that experimentation and all of that learning doesn't just sit on the proverbial digital shelf, but that it actually is uh, uh, embraced and, and, uh, and understood and adopted by the broader ecosystem. Um, so our uh, knowledge mobilization, our engagement uh, with the ecosystem and our active, proactive partnerships are, are very important to the work that we do. And I'll add one piece, which is um, that uh, we put a we put a real premium. Uh, we're, we're obviously here for all Canadians because we're all going to be uh, impacted by these changes. But we are putting a premium on figuring out how we can better include Canadians that have been disadvantaged by you know where they live, uh, maybe in rural or remote communities, or because of their gender, their race, their ability, or even because of systemic discrimination uh, facing Indigenous peoples. Um, so that focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion is very central to the work that we do. And in fact, um, uh, uh, most of our innovation partnerships across the country um, have a real focus on ensuring that nobody gets left behind. For the benefit of those listening, Rachel will now explain the role of the Future Skills Council. What we have with the council is, well, how, how can that center be informed? How can it be connected to what experts, practitioners, and representatives from all sectors of Canada say is important to, to work on and to innovate and to, to figure out for the future. So the council is fundamentally this amazingly diverse group of individuals that re reflect a huge diversity of perspectives, of sectors, of uh, voices and expertise, lived experience, and they're coming together in this unique way at the council table to, to talk about uh, these, these issues and to work together to find what are, what are the common priorities that we all agree on? What are some recommendations we can make to the Minister of Workforce Development and the Government of Canada about you know, where we should prioritize action? And Pedro and the council have been intimately involved and heard all of these discussions and has that report. And that can help inform his sort of forward planning about priority areas. So that's how they complement each other. But together, they're fundamentally about preparing Canada and, and helping Canadians, helping our, our economy and our society uh, work towards uh, a, a better future. So when we hear the term future skills, what exactly is meant by that? And why should Canadians care? I think sometimes when people hear future skills, you know, the, what jumps into their mind are robots and, and some kind of a very futuristic, uh, you know, science fiction movie we've all watched. Um, <laughs> and, and while we all know that uh, technology is rapidly changing and that's a big part of what we have to um, adapt to in terms of skills requirements, I think future skills really is about looking to the future and making sure that we are developing skills that allow us to embrace the opportunities that are coming and, and to drive that future. So skills that will allow us 
to to drive the economy and society where we want it to go as as a country rather than to be uh, passively receiving it. Skills are what help you secure uh, employment and uh, uh, make a living. Skills are what allow you to interact effectively in your community and be an engaged citizen. Uh, Skills are um, linked to uh, health and and, uh, all sorts of different things. I mean, fundamentally, uh, this is so important because at its core, it's it's about quality of life and uh, being able to to live the life you want to and aspire to, and uh, and that's why I, I, I'm so passionate about skills because um, they really are at the core of um, avoiding poverty and and all of the negative sides of things that, that can come at us life. They they really do make us more resilient and able. Um, to succeed. I loved Rachel's um, uh, positive take on this. And, and I actually, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build on it. Uh, and instead of playing chicken little, I think there's too much of that. And that's all we hear about some days. What if instead we, we, we turned that question around uh, and talked about the amazing things that can happen if we do act even in these toughest of times? We have a great opportunity. And to, I, I say that in all humility, not to... to um, uh, minimize the difficulty that, that that everyone is going through. But we do have an opportunity to um, accelerate some things we've talked about for a long time and to think about as we put in place new programs and new approaches and uh, uh, build uh, uh, towards recovery, how do we do that in a way that is um, building for the long term? And that's what made future skills so prescient and so timely is that uh, before the pandemic hit, this is the kind of work that we were looking at is how to to uh, take a look at the future and what would be a way to improve in a sustained way the skills system in Canada. Well, obviously, uh, as we've all seen, we need to act for the short term. Canadians expect that. And, um, and, you know, we've seen public policy um, work and, uh, and really step up when Canadians needed it most. Uh, and so that has been really, really important. And uh, that sort of short-term work, that immediacy around the crisis uh, uh, needs to remain, of course. At the same time, um, as Rachel has mentioned, we also need to create space within this crisis to start to proactively plan and build a playbook for the long term. And that's really the space that Future Skills provides. It's not about, you know, taking our uh, taking our focus away from uh, the real challenges that Canadians are facing now. It's about adding a dimension to that, so that we're learning in real time. Um, we're thinking about the acceleration of a, of a lot of things that we thought might take a, a while longer uh, to come to terms, and how it is that we prepare ourselves for the future. So. Um, while there's this totally justified and crucial focus uh, that we need to have right now, um, uh, there, uh, we also need to respond and step up uh, for the long-term rec- recovery. And um, w- uh, one of the ways that's really brought that to focus for, for us at Future Skills has really been in the hardest hit sector, which has been hospitality. And um, we were able to work with the hospitality industry starting in Ontario uh, to really look at the immediate crisis and to build a strategy and, and work very closely with the industry and with OTEC to reach out to uh, mass displacement of workers 
But at the same time that we did that, um, we also took the opportunity to implement a new skill survey to really take stock of what skills displaced workers bring to the table, which we didn't have before. And that kind of labor market information, um, adding that to the mix is really crucial in terms of future planning, whether it's in reskilling for the industry or for adjacent industries or even for other industries that may be, um, uh, you know, paths to recovery. Um, we've also invested in a new digital platform that brings together both employer, small, medium enterprises, some of the bigger employers, as well as displaced workers and those that are in the field, so that we're all um, learning and seeing the same information in real time. And, uh, and that digital platform during times of a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of disruption um, can become a go-to place to get information, to find out about emerging opportunities, to craft a shared path for recovery. Um, and, uh, uh, and we're also using that as also platform for some uh, rapid prototyping um, as uh, sort of fog begins to lift on the future of the hospitality industry. What are some of the emerging opportunities uh, to even link with adjacent sectors like agriculture? And how is it that we can prototype some of the reskilling initiatives, really learn from them and start to build models uh, that can take us to scale? both in hospitality as well as in other industries that are shifting. So what we've seen is that um, the crisis does call on us to respond to the immediate needs of Canadians. And, and certainly we've done that through the hospitality outreach to displaced workers, but to also um, uh, uh, you know, leverage that to, to pivot and start to think about what are the building blocks that we need to put in place for the future. Um, so it's been um, it's it's been a time for uh, for pivoting and for changing um, uh, and for changing our our uh, uh, our speed, uh, which is the reality I think for for all of us. But it's been um, it's been a challenging time. At the same time, it's been a time where we've really uh, looked for opportunities um, to accelerate uh, some of the things that we knew were going to happen anyway. They just got here a whole lot faster than what we originally thought. Join us for part two of this podcast, where Rachel and Pedro delve into ESDC's Future Skills Report, entitled Canada, a Learning Nation, a skilled, agile workforce ready to shape the future. You can download the report from our website, Canada.ca. Let's Talk Future Skills is a production of Employment and Social Development Canada. All opinions expressed in this podcast are that of the individual and not necessarily that of their employer or ESDC. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and click the notification tab so you know when the next one is released. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Future Skills.